Hello everyone, welcome back to Enjoy the Book of Life. I'm joined here with a very special guest, my sister. Uh, so, you have some experience with music, and yeah. that's what we're going to be talking about. How did you get into music? What was your pathway into music? Well, I don't know if you remember this, but I am the reason that there was a no singing at the table rule <laughs> at, in our house. So um, I used to just make up songs about everything as a kid. I would just narrate my life in song. I'm sure it was very <laughs> annoying. But um, I think I, think I just loved um, how it connected people. And, I mean, I, I, you know, I did band in school and I didn't really, really invest into learning about music and really using music um, on a regular basis until I was an adult, though. Hmm. I always loved it. And then once you're an adult, what, what have you done with music? So first I started with private lessons and I went through what's called the Royal Conservatory of Music. So it is And that's a, receiving private lessons. Yes, receiving yeah. private yeah. lessons. And as part of that, you once you get to a certain level, then you start to teach private lessons okay. to um, like younger kids at the introductory grade one, mm-hmm. grade two level sort of thing. And that really kind of cements in your mind the the different principles that you've been learning because you're teaching them. So right. you have to really, really understand them to teach them. So, yeah. so there was some teaching as well. Um, and then I would be, I would compete in festivals and that sort of thing. Mm. Um, and then I led a youth choir and for a while, um, yeah. And then I, I've done some university training I guess that would be really the next kind of big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've led worship at church. Um, You've picked up a few instruments yes. along the way? Yes. Well, and I guess I'm missing a big thing is that um, kind of while I was in the voice lesson Worlds where I was just I was in festivals. It was all very classically based, mm-hmm. and so uh, some folk songs, some sacred songs, but very classical. And um, at one point, I had a friend who said, "We really need someone to te- to do music classes at this group home with adults with special needs," mm-hmm. and I. I was like, well, I wouldn't know what to do. I mean, I just sing, like, arias and stuff. Like, like, this is not going to work. She's like, oh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. And so I (laughs) I went in there with, like, a CD player and a djembe. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) They're the most gracious participants, and they loved it. And and then so I thought, well, I better learn what I'm doing. So I I bought a cheap guitar off, you know, Marketplace and... Mm -hmm for 25 bucks and, and started to learn a few chords and then um, picked up more on the piano and that sort of thing. So that really groomed, that really stretched me yeah. because I had to, they were so excited about doing different songs and that sort of thing. So I had to learn those songs so that yeah. they could 
we could sing them together, you know. So it really kind of drove me to to grow and develop mm-hmm. my skills in that, yeah. And then uh, what are you currently studying now, and how does that fit in? Yeah, so I am in music, uh, university for music therapy, and uh, a lot of people don't know what this field of music therapy is, mm-hmm. but essentially it's not music education because you are not... Um, teaching people musical skills per se, but you're using music as a means to an end. Mm. So it can be used for pain management um, in hospitals, especially for children, and it can be used um, to help uh, in the geriatric geriatric field with um, Alzheimer's and dementia. Mm. But then also it's used for uh, people with special needs, especially people with ASD to kind of help them with social skills and communication, all sorts of things. So I guess the obvious question here now is why would we be talking about music (laughs) on this podcast? (laughs) Right. Enjoy the book of life. We're all about um, truths in the word of God, encouraging um, people to spend time in the word, trying to equip through various tips, tricks, resources. Um, How does music help or how can music help with your time in the word yeah that is a really big question um i guess in any type of music regardless of genre there are three essential chords that you're going to find so you're going to find major chords which sound kind of happy and at rest and at home and you're going to hear minor chords which sound kind of pensive or sad, maybe a little anxious or, or full of longing. And then you're going to find seventh chords. And seventh chords are called seventh chords because they include the seventh note of the scale, which is right before when you go into the next kind of level. So da 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 And then you're left kind of hanging, right, right. right? So there's this tension, like, where are we going here? And so when I think of life in general, you know, we have these moments of joy and we have these moments of sadness and we have these moments of longing mm-hmm. or of uncertainty, right? And God is with us in those moments. And and we look in the scriptures and we see all of these types of moments, right? Um, You know, all throughout narratives and in the poetry. And God, I think, has given us music as a way of expressing and as a way of receiving understanding in the things that we're walking through you think about it says in the beginning that the spirit of god hovered on Mm -hmm. the face of the waters Mm -hmm. and that word it's like this vibration right sound is vibration and and in you know everything around us it has this this vibration and there's something in music that really resonates with us on a different level you know like you there have been so many cases and we, with our own grandmother, you know, we, um, who had dementia, didn't know her own name Mm -hmm. and 
remembered word for word the this the words of of a hymn that yeah. she had learned yeah. so long ago and i had a, an experience where there was a woman that uh, was in one of these groups with adults with special needs and she said three words no yeah and i actually don't remember what the other yeah. word was like wah or something like yeah, that yeah and uh i uh, at one time someone told me that she loved hymns and i asked her if she wanted to sing amazing grace and she said yeah so we started to play it together and she sang every word of the first verse of amazing grace and her wow. worker was just like because it, it touches something different it's yeah. not just cognitive it's not mm. just emotion there's something in music in that vibration in that sound that touches us differently i think as human beings yeah yeah one mm. of the interesting things in uh, just in ephesians and colossians mm. is in ephesians 5 18 and 19 it talks about don't be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Spirit. Mm. And then it talks about um, ministering to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Mm. And then in Colossians 3, verse 16, it says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Mm. And then it says the same thing about with the psalms and hymns, spiritual songs. Mm -hmm. So we've got these what we might say very spiritual aspects of being filled with the spirit mm. the word of christ dwelling in you and the result seems to be the spiritual mm. music so mm. what's your take on on that connection well there is a old um kind of liturgical way of reading scripture called Lectio Divina. Are you familiar yeah. with this? Give it to us. Okay, okay. Yeah. So with Lectio Divina, there are kind of, you read the same portion of scripture, the exact same phrase, and the first time you read it for your mind. So you're receiving information. Right. And the next time you um, read it with your heart. So you, you think, how does this affect my my who i am as a person so you really kind of connect with it on a on an emotional level mm -hmm. and then the next time you you read it with your hands so you it's like offering it back to the lord whatever this is whatever this means god i, I give it to you and then the last time you read it with your feet and you say i will do what you call me to do right mm -hmm. so it's this response and you see this so much in music there is this participation there is this calling and response and i think on a very practical level that scripture can be set to music and there is kind of this repetition that mm -hmm. happens in music you know you have the chorus um, just different types of music have different ways that it, it repeats, mm -hmm. even if it's a melody that repeats and it feels familiar, you know, yeah. um, then you can meditate. It's a way of really of meditating mm -hmm. on the scripture. So you you sing it the first time and maybe you're just taking that information in. And then you sing it the next time and you're you're really connecting with it. And then you sing it the next time and you're offering it back to the Lord, really kind of, Lord, what does this mean? What are you saying to me? And then 
And then there's the moment of response mm. where you say yes. And you're really that sacrifice on the altar saying, yes, Lord. And I think music can bring us to that on a different level. Sometimes when I'm reading, you know, you're, my, my eyes can skip over the words. I can mm-hmm. go, but if I'm singing it, it kind of causes me to pause mm-hmm. and to really land on certain words in different ways. Maybe a word is emphasized a different way than it would be if I was just reading it. Yeah. And it can connect with me on a different way. Yeah. I, just some things that you mentioned uh, with, with this method of reading the scriptures ties into that idea of let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. That, mm. that as I'm dwelling on it, this meditative, this musical meditation, mm. uh, it, it's an outflow of, of it, letting it dwell in me. And I, that idea of richly, it, it, it moves into the practical realm, right? Like what I'm, my worship and my actions, my behavior. But then, of course, in, in Ephesians, where you've got, don't be drunk with wine, right? Don't be controlled by that, mm. but be controlled by the Spirit. Mm. And then, of course, then it, it seems like the outflow of being controlled by Him mm. is is this musical. So it, it's almost like, or it seems to me like almost like a, a cycle, right? Mm. The, the dwelling on the word, mm. and then also it's the outflow mm. afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. I thought too it was interesting in Ephesians, I believe it was in Ephesians, where it talks about the light and the darkness. Yes, yeah. And about the light exposing the darkness. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting. It wasn't just talking about the darkness being completely destroyed, but being exposed. I think music can do that as well, where we acknowledge, and you see this in the Psalms, where David says, Lord, why do the wicked prosper? Yeah, yeah. Like he doesn't say, he doesn't, there are no platitudes. Yeah. He's he, like, he is very forthright yeah, yeah. about his feelings yeah. and, and anger and sadness and grief. And, you know, like they, these are very real emotions. Yeah. And so I thought it was interesting that talks about the light um, and I thought too about in the beginning, the spirit mm-hmm. hovered on the face of the waters and said, let there be light. Mm-hmm. And there's this exposing of the darkness and, and then the walking in the light. And because David so often he'll mm-hmm. say, but then I went into the presence of the Lord right. and then I saw their end, Yeah, you know, and it's, it's, I, yeah. Yeah. Um, now with music, musical meditation, um, I've recently been listening a lot to certain groups where they'll Mm -hmm. sing through the Psalms. Mm -hmm. So it, historically I've listened to Christian music, Mm -hmm. um, but then listening to straight scripture being sung, um, I mean, I, I'm not saying don't listen to Christian music. I, I enjoy Christian music. But um, when I'm listening to the scripture being sung, mm. I'm meditating on God's word. Now, mm. when I'm listening to Christian music, 
there are good Christian ideas mm. being brought to mind, mm -hmm. and, and it brings me to the Word of God. Mm -hmm. But I think it's different than when I'm actually meditating on the Word. I just heard someone say, there's a whole ocean, and we're singing about a cup of water. Okay. <laughs> right? And I think when yeah. we're singing the Psalms, we're singing about the ocean. Right, right. Right? Yeah. But I think sometimes we can connect to another person through a cup of water. Oh, mm -hmm. they've drunk from that same yeah. cup yeah. that I've been drinking from. Mm -hmm. And so I think there can be that connection. And, you know, it talks about psalms and hymns yeah. and yeah. spiritual songs. And mm -hmm. so what are those distinctions? I know that different people have different ideas right. of what, I mean, the psalms are obviously the psalms. Yeah. Um, but what did that mean when they wrote it. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that, you know, this idea of, of singing about the ocean, there's such depth to the scriptures themselves. And those are, I mean, it's, it's the spirit. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's the word of God, you know, the sort of spirit that divides between the thoughts yeah. and intents of the heart. So it's, it yeah. strikes on a deeper level. Yeah, and, and it often. touches on, it It misses the our cultural norms, right? right. So a lot of times in uh, contemporary music, you know, uh, a certain theme will start reemerging, right? Mm -hmm. This is a popular theme of this decade or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there listening to a psalm talking about how God is angry with the wicked every day, you know. Mm -hmm. And you don't usually get that theme right. on the contemporary radio channel. Right. Yeah. And um, I was sharing this with you the other day, that um, when I was listening to that song and thinking about that, it was good for me. I found, I found such, uh, such a good thing in meditating on that, mm -hmm. in that God takes wickedness seriously. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, like David, you look around the world and you're like, wow, there's a lot of wickedness. <laughs> and to know God is angry with the wicked every day. Yeah. But then also look into my own life and say, am I okay with any wickedness? Right. Right? And saying, you know, God's angry with wickedness. Wow. Right? And, yeah. and so, you know, that that's something that I wouldn't have gotten without meditating on those scriptures. And I think for people who are writing songs, I've written a couple, mm -hmm. but um, for people who are writing songs, I think we could stand to write a few more spiritual songs, if you will, mm -hmm. on these subjects yeah. to bring this these sorts of things out as well. I have heard songs that, similar to what Paul will do where he'll pull different ideas from the Old Testament together mm -hmm. and kind of show you the connections. Right. I've heard songs where they pull different pieces of this. So it's not necessarily a word for word of the scripture and it pulls the different, different scriptures together into a, a, a song. Yeah. And I think there can be some, that can be very um, powerful as well. Mm-hmm. But when you're talking about the, you know, listening to this, this psalm and the way that it really hit home and really um, revealed things to you, it's this meditative yeah. 
sitting with the scripture. And I think that too, there is a memorization aspect to it mm-hmm. that it can yeah. really get stuck in your mind and you, and you have that, that scripture at your disposable, disposal, disposable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, like when I'm just, um, walking around the house and I start, you know, singing one of the songs, it, it turns out I'm, I've memorized a good chunk of this psalm, you know. Which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, so very helpful. Um, and, you know, for little children, we mm-hmm. think of that for little children. Right, right. Right, memorize this song or this verse, we'll put it to a song. and Right. Right, but I mean, it works for us. We yeah. we don't even think about us memorizing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I think it's important to highlight this as well, just the idea that, Whatever music you are listening to, mm-hmm. you're meditating on it. Right. It, even if it's not Bible verses and Christian music, if you're listening to, you know, the top hits of of the world, that's what you're meditating mm-hmm. on. That's what's cycling. Mm-hmm. Because what you're saying about Christian music, mm-hmm. about it, it penetrating in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we have to be careful about about what we're singing along with. Mm-hmm. So. Last thoughts on this idea of music meditation. Are there any, is there any other, like, someone might be listening and be like, oh, wow, I've never really thought this deeply about mm-hmm. what I'm listening to, the music I have. Any thoughts you have for them in, in getting into using music um, to strengthen their time in the Word? Well, one thing, if you play guitar or piano or some sort of instrument that you can kind of accompany yourself one thing that I've really enjoyed doing and I I mean you wouldn't even need it necessarily you could just do this vocally I guess Um, but one thing that I really enjoy doing is I will open to my scripture reading and I will just strum and if the if the verse seems you know more you know, the Lord is our strength and our shield, Mm -hmm. then I might play some major chords and I will just sing it. And Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no set melody, but it, this is, it's really the hands, right? Sending it up, you know, but it does make me really think about Mm -hmm. what it is I'm reading Mm. because I'm creating in that moment Mm. as well. So I think, what is this saying and how am I going to sing it? So it's, it, it takes a lot of, Fiddling, I mean, it it definitely can just sound pretty disastrous in the beginning, you know. But as you get into it, it's really a really cool exercise. But even right off the get-go, I have to think about the feeling of the, I mean, the emotion behind right. it. Which mm-hmm. again, if I'm just doing my morning reading and I'm just, my eyes are scanning words, that's a whole different level I'm not thinking on right and and so even at the very start i'm plunging to a new depth and say what chords Mm -hmm. am i going to use right just asking that question right right it's similar when we do our bible study exercise i have them draw a picture right and i say it's not about the picture right i don't care what the picture looks like it's about the thought that's required to draw the picture right and and so i see that similarity there Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a, a good exercise. So what if I don't know how to play the guitar or the piano? 
well, a more accessible, I guess, if you want to put it that way, um, thing that I know that I know quite a few people will do is just put instrumental music on mm-hmm. in the background and as they're reading. Um, yeah, I'd really have to think about this. Listening, there there are uh, groups that sing scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you introduced me to the Sons of Korah. They yep. sing. There is Seeds of Faith. They put out a lot of different scripture. There are more verses as opposed okay. to whole chapters. Um, the group that I've been listening to most recently is uh, My Soul Among Lions, and they mm-hmm. do psalms as well. Every now and again, they'll do more uh, kind of a thematic through the psalms, but for the most part, they pick a psalm mm-hmm. and they go through it. What's interesting is every now and again, they'll, they'll do two different tunes to the same psalm. And when they do that, oh, it, it really, you almost don't realize it's the same psalm wow. because, because of the, the difference in the, the tune. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gives it a different feel entirely. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, you know, another thing that you could do is to have some sort of percussive you know, it, would, it wouldn't have to be a drum. It could be a table or, mm-hmm. and to kind of beat, give yourself a little rhythm and just kind of speak the, the words out because that is also a musical exercise. Mm-hmm. And so you see kind of where do I put the, the emphasis? Where, where am I kind of hitting the different words? Because it does make you focus on you know, what words are jumping out at me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that can be another. Or what, what verse do I come back to as almost mm-hmm. the chorus or the refrain yeah. as that theme? Yeah. And I think, you know, we are made in the image of God and he is a creator. Mm-hmm. And music is accessible to everyone. I mean, this is something I really learned working with these adults with special needs. There were people who, you know, you might not think, you know, there's one gentleman that I worked with who he could only move his arm like this and like this, you know, and Mm -hmm. he couldn't move this arm at all. And he was in a, in a wheelchair and he wanted to play the drums Mm-hmm. And so we set it up. So he had a snare drum and he had a cymbal yeah. and they were right, you know, close to yeah. each other and he could play. You know, so I think music is so much more accessible. We live in a Western society that's very talent based. Right. It's very, right. it's the emphasis on, you know, you either have talent or you don't. Right. But if you go into other cultures, that mentality is not there. Mm. If you are breathing you can yeah. create mm-hmm. music yeah. in in different ways and you look at a baby and how they react to the music yeah and they're not thinking you know am i musical am i talented they move and they, yeah you know they they respond one thing with um i have difficulty i've tried i've tried to write a few songs but what one thing i can do and this might be a little baby step for someone who said oh i've always wanted to write a song or something like that if if I get a good idea, like or or an idea really hits me from the word, and I'd I'd like that to be a song, what I'll do is I'll take an existing song, mm. 
with that tune and I can write a parody, right? I can right. steal your music. I'm not going to sell it. No, no one's going <laughs> right. to be listening to it. And so I don't worry about copyright or trademark or anything. But I just match the syllables and I, I place it in there. Yeah. So yeah. that's one little shortcut for me, uh, you know, and get... Uh, in music therapy, Result. that's called piggybacking. Oh, well. So it's what music therapists yeah. do that. There you go. And, and then it's a tool that makes the song more accessible to the people that we're mm. working with because yeah. then they already know the tune. Right. So right. that's great. Yeah. It's a great strategy. Yeah. I love that. Well, good. Yeah. Thank you. Some good practical advice. Um, I th- again, an avenue that I don't think is explored too much, but I know just for me... Um, listening to music, allowing it to help my meditation and rejecting other music, right? Not mm-hmm. meditating mm-hmm. on certain things, choosing to meditate on other things and how impactful that is for yeah. me yeah. Uh, in my thought life, in, in my time in the Word. So I thought it would be a good episode to uh, share with yeah, others. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So thanks for your time. Well, thanks for having me.